Hello, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, De-Influenced. I'm back here with Jordan J. Ram on the mic. Last episode of the limited series. Last episode, you guys. This is all we planned for. So if you guys are wanting more podcasts, you're going to have to let us know because I don't know. I feel like it's kind of been like a one way street over here. <laughs> like we're just putting out all this content. I'm like, hello, hello, hello. Do you hello. hear us? Do you, hear us? Do you like you this? <laughs> um, yeah, I think that um, in this episode, we're going to leave it all on the table. We're just going to go all out. We're going to put our heart on the line <laughs> and just hold nothing back. If this is how we go out, this is how we go out. This is how we go out. At least we, we left with a bang, you know? <laughs> um, you know, we, we were about to start the episode and you started feeling a little nauseous. Are you okay? I was feeling so nauseous. I actually had to go get a Tic Tac. You know when your mouth kind of gets sour and you're like... Oh, oh and it starts salivating and you're like, yes. I'm about to throw up. Yes, like on the sides. Are you nervous? No, actually, and I didn't. I didn't eat anything funky. I just worked out this morning, and I had like two cups of coffee, which I usually do. Maybe you're just like your body is like feed me. No, because well, maybe, but I feel just nauseous. Like you know, when you're nauseous, like, you're not hungry. Oh gosh, stop! Pregnant? No, I'm not pregnant. Everybody, calm down. How would we feel if you were pregnant right now? Let me think about it. Oh my goodness! I gracious. think I'd be in. You already told me that you were like, I think we should just rip the mayonnaise off. Let's just go for it. I actually gave her an ultimatum. I said, hey, listen, either we're going to have our third baby or I'm going to go get snipped. It's up to you. This is true. And I was like, (laughs) Jordan, no. That's easy for you to say. Very extreme. Very extreme. It's like either all or nothing with just everything. I'm down for another one pretty soon, but not right now. What do you think? Fall? Maybe fall. Fall? And we'll see. I don't know. I've been, I just feel like I'm finally feeling myself again. I'm finally like fitting into my pants again. Like, you know, like you're strong mentally. Yeah. Stronger mentally. Yeah. It's just been two years of. You're telling me, (laughs) gosh, it's been wild. It's funny. Our our friends. So Sean and Ryan, they just had their baby and uh, he came over for Stratton's birthday party or they Mm -hmm. both did. And, uh, you know, I looked at him and, Ryan, it's hard to explain, but when he has his hair a certain way, I know he's going through a hard time in life. Um, I noticed that. Like his hair was not gelled. It was just it curly. He's got very curly hair, so it's kind of like an afro. And uh, that's funny. I looked at him and I go, "Oh, oh, it's hard at home, huh?" And he was like, "He was like, dude, <laughs> it's crazy at home right now." <laughs> and uh, he goes, he goes, she yelled at me for how I was drinking my water. <laughs> And apparently like they were in bed and he was like drinking water and she like rolled over and she goes, I effing hate how you're slurping this water right now. That is so relatable. So relatable. For every postpartum mom out there, her baby's four weeks old. Speaking of Stratton's party, it was so sweet. Yeah. You know, usually everyone was like, what's the theme? What's the theme? Because we went all out for Stella's birthday party, which for Stella's first birthday, we did Interstella. Yeah. Everyone needs to chill out. It was our first child, first <laughs> birthday party. Yeah. We're going to go all out. We made some mistakes, whatever. <laughs> she still loved it. <laughs> no, we love that party. But that's the type of party that you have. And you're not really able to like sit down and have a conversation because it's like all we had so much like entertainment. We had break dancers. We had all the things. And that there's like a time and a place for that. And that's definitely your first child's birthday, which we all know. 
these kids are not going to remember any of this. But these it was also parties, your birthday. It was also my birthday. Yeah. That's true. And our we did our um, gender reveal. Yeah, it was like three and one. Three and one. But still, like we still would have all gone all out. But people have to know, like you're for this is more for the parents than it is for the kids. I mean, 100%. of course it is. It's for the kids and like Stratton and Stella had so much fun. But Stratton's like, you know, for Stella's party, I think she went to bed like after an hour because we had it at night, you know. Yeah. So Stratton's birthday party was really sweet. We had a, we did a uh, pool party and um, <laughs> so we don't have like a ton of friends that have babies. We're kind of like, I think there's like only like two or three of us now. Yeah, there were like four babies there. There are four babies. Um, and then we had like 30 adults and <laughs> Bluey came. And for anyone that knows, Bluey is like this character it, from a TV show for yeah. kids. And all my friends were like, why is this there's this like big blue dog showing up <laughs> to your house. Like no one understood. I'm like, guys, yeah. this is Bluey. Bluey's famous. And they're all like, who? They're used to like, you know, Blue's Clues yeah, or Sesame like, Street. And like, you guys got to get with it. Bluey's like it now. Bluey and JJ from Cocomelon. That's oh, about it. That's like all that matters really to kids these days. Except for, I don't know why we keep doing this because. Freaks the kids our out. Our kids hate it. Yeah, they're freaked out. Even it, Stella was like, <laughs> uh, I'm not into this. So I was like, I understand that you have a costume on. <laughs> Just come out and show your face. Yes. Show yourself. <laughs> She's like, all the other kids are like, goo goo gaga. She's like, I'm not here for this. Yeah. She says. It's so funny. Sorry. A lot of our, some of our friends couldn't come and they were just like, oh man, I'm so sorry. Like I can't meet Miss Stratton's birthday. And I was like, hey, it's a, it's a pool party for a one year old. You're good. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> like, we're okay. It was so much fun though. What else did we do like this past week? Oh, we went on uh, to uh, podcast um, couple things, couples things with, with uh, Sean Johnson and Andrew. Andrew East. I feel like Andrew and I are going to be friends. If I'm, yeah, if I'm being honest, they're pretty cool. They're really cool. They're just like super real. They said so many things throughout their podcast where I was like, "Wait, like, are you listening in on our conversations? We're just like literally the same." They said one thing. Oh, to start out the podcast. Um, we asked, I don't know, it was something about Andrew was like, yeah, like, oh, oh, I asked them, do y'all enjoy working together? Like, do y'all, do y'all, are y'all together 24 yeah. seven? And Sean's like, yes. And Andrew's like, yeah, you know, she's been, we've been trying to figure it out so that she can get more alone time. And I was like, oh my gosh, we literally just had this conversation about, and then she's like, yeah, I need my alone time. And Andrew's like, I love it. I love working together 24 seven. It was like such our dynamic, like Danny and I's were, you know, she's, you know, wanting her alone time and Sean's like, oh my gosh, yes. And then the husbands are like, I love it. I love, I love our wives. This is the best. <laughs> this is the best. We're, we're like 24 seven. We do everything together. We brush our teeth together. We shower together. I'm like, oh my goodness. So uh, relatable. Yeah, they're, they're good people though. Yeah. We're going to go visit them in Nashville. Oh, we are. I like that. Yeah. I invited him to a men's conference. Yeah, you Which did. was a with pretty that, strong first move for our friendship, but what's that I just felt conference? right. Um, so Jefferson Bethke, um, I think I don't think it's like a secret men's conference. I always like want to well, pretend not, like it's a secret anymore. society. <laughs> um, no, he is having like a men's conference in upstate New York, mm -hmm. which is interesting, and it's at the founder of Charity Waters farm or ranch i don't know in ranch we call them we call them ranches in texas i think they're farms in new york but mm. uh we're just going to get together with a bunch of like i think there's like nfl players and i don't know kind okay, of a cool. curated group from jefferson Bethany. but I, I invited andrew i was like hey if you're interested in this i was like i feel like you should come it sounds exclusive i know I love wait that. speaking of exclusive 
Oh, remember it? Like, okay, so Jordan told this story about the secret society that he was in, invited to be a part of. Can oh. you expand a little bit? Because I told, all I remember is the year that we got married, Jordan received this letter in the mail <laughs> with a secret coin and he was being invited to a secret society. Like people, <laughs> this is real. This is real. Tell him. Okay, so basically the backstory here, okay, is I was never in a fraternity. <laughs> So let's just like lay the groundwork. Let's lay the groundwork. I, it was probably hey, one of my wait biggest a regrets. Minute. You were in Bucks, the Christian fraternity. <sighs> listen, listen, come on. I was in Bucks, BYX. Um, it was a Christian fraternity. I was, Go Bucks. I was active <laughs> freshman and sophomore year. Uh, but you know, when you're at the University of Texas, Bucks is a cool thing. Like, I want to say it's a cool no, thing. No, it really is. And I'm like, I was in Kayo and it really is a cool thing. But to the other guys, the other fraternities, if you're like a Fiji or a whatever, you're, you're not like, oh, Bucks is cool. You're like, That's so why are you hanging out with those guys? I'm, I think the girls liked Bucks. Yeah. Well, I think Kayo's liked Bucks because we were all right. just trying to get like, but married. back to <laughs> back to the the stereotypical Hawaiian shirt Jordan guy. Mm -hmm. I've I feel like that's one of my biggest regrets in life is that I didn't have the confidence mm. to rush a fraternity. Mm. I Which was one like, would oh, you have like, wanted to be Fiji. Oh, they're so cool, dude. I mean, they, they had the coolest fish. hat. Oh, they do. Okay. Oh, Fijis are known at Texas for like hunting, fishing. They dude. Play, they hang out with the football players. Like they're just like cool guys. They're they get their hands dirty. And then the, the, um, what's the SAE? They're like the rich boys. See, I still, I wouldn't want to be with the rich boys. I would want to have been a Fiji because I think it's a really cool name. They got a cool house. <laughs> and, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's just, I feel like everyone talked about the Fijis like a cool thing. Cause they were cool guys. Yeah. Right. They and were so, down to earth, but still like had something going for them. And then SIGUP were like the fun guys. Gosh. You just want to like SIGUPs were like all my guy friends yeah. were SIGUPs. So anyway, I didn't have that experience. Um, adult Jordan, uh, it's his biggest regret in life. And uh, so one day I get a letter in the mail. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we, it's this, it, it's this weird kind of burnt paper where it like feels like. No, it was nice. Like yeah. It was like, like a, it had like a, a, one of those like hand pressed stamps on it. Oh my gosh. My mic just <laughs> fell. <laughs> We've I'm been having you, so many issues with this mic. They're watching me. <laughs> Okay. Um, oh my gosh. How'd this happen? This Wait. is a podcast so relatable. <laughs> gosh. Oh my gosh. This is a mess. <laughs> Such an embarrassment. Um, so uh, I get this letter. <laughs> <laughs> you look so uncomfortable. Your mic looks so weird. Dude, honestly. Push it out a little bit. No, we're having fun. No, push it out a little bit. Okay. I can't see you. You want to stare? Okay. Anyway, I get a secret. I'm going to fast forward the story a little bit. So I get a letter in the mail and they say, hey, we are an exclusive secret society. We basically, I, I'm butchering it, but they're like, we share the secrets of success. And so it's like, Jordan's like, yeah, I'm like, yes. <laughs> and they say that there are authors and entertainers, et cetera, et cetera, in this group. And so I'm like, okay, this is my vibe. All you have to do is pay $9.99 per month. <laughs> There was a fee, but it was like, <laughs> it, and it was not an unsurmountable fee, but it was like a front end fee. So anyway, they send me this letter and they say, you have to respond within seven days in order to like go to the next step. So I respond hmm. and I send it back. That's a red and I don't, flag. I, Putting a timeline on it like that. No, but that's what like, okay, listen. 
No, I'm assuming, if they really want you, they're going to wait for you, I feel like. Maybe. I hey, don't know. Do you think Fiji would wait for me? Like, I would have to send that letter back ASAP if I wanted to be in Fiji. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay um so anyway so um i send the letter back and you know about two weeks later i get a random call on my phone okay and it's a real human being and real human. this thank goodness this man is like talking about the organization and how it's changed his life but talking about how it's really a exclusive kind of secret society I ask a lot of questions. How did they find you? They found me. They knew that I was obviously at the time connected to you. And they, oh. I think they knew I did some business stuff on the back uh -huh. end. And so, um, and so they, they interview me and it's like the way that they're talking about this. I'm like, this is the coolest thing. This is the coolest thing yeah. in the world. And then we get together on some of the meetings and we, we, I meet other people. What that kind are, of bros are these? Are like, they're like cool. Are they dads? Are they actually like successful? Yeah, there, there, there were a lot of successful business owners. Um, like, can you name drop or will they come after you? Um, can you, like, I, do you he, remember anyone? Here's okay. This is when I made the joke, I said, I think on, on Instagram stories, I said, I think I got to the outer edge of the Illuminati. <laughs> So it really was like, no, I don't think it was like the Illuminati. No, but like it was legit. I think it was a society where like the closer you got in, the more prestigious the people you found out were in it. That's mm -hmm. what I thought. So okay. I was like part of like the entry class. Like I was rushing, if you will. <laughs> but they do. They make you like chug a bunch of beers, make you run outside with no clothes no, on. No, but there were tests. So there were, um, there were online portals Oh. Um, and there was education and there were group calls and, um, you got a coin. Mm -hmm. Um, and so this coin came in the mail is a very nice coin. And the way that you identified other secret society members was you would do a coin check. So like you would pull out your coin and Can't you just learn like a handshake and then they would have to pull out their coin <laughs> and you would identify each other and then you could talk about things going on in the mm. society so um the the there was a couple things of why i didn't join or i didn't go any further yeah number one is it was very success and wealth focused and okay. i didn't like that like it felt if you were in the illuminati i think that the illuminati is all about selling your soul for success mm -hmm. and that ain't me and so it kind of got too success driven and i was like hey I got I got bad vibes. Yeah. Even if they were going to make me more successful, this is not how I want to do it. Number two is the, the the prestige of the people within the secret society. I was kind of like, this is maybe a little bush league. Mm. So, oh, so you it wasn't like legit enough. It wasn't legit enough for me. I was like, hey, like bush I league. I probably would have like gotten something, but I was like, I would rather spend my time elsewhere. Yeah, and so I backed out. But you know, it it it. Sometimes. It's giving a little um, Freemason. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Well, that's what I'm saying is like, you know, maybe I backed out on the outer edge of this brilliant secret society and I could have gone deeper and met Jay-Z. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. But like, I don't want to meet Jay-Z like that. Like, I want us to be friends on our own terms. Do you want to hear a fun fact? Yes. So there are a group of people that believe that Davy Crockett did not die at the Alamo. Oh, he's a Freemason. 
because he was a Freemason and Santa Ana was yeah. a Freemason. And so they think that they spared his life and mm-hmm. let him run away. And that Davy Crockett did actually not die at the Alamo. Cause you know, everyone died at the Alamo yeah. except for, you know, Santa Ana's troops. Right. Um, Anyway, so who knows? I mean, they take they really take care of each other. Uh, listen, the Freemasons are a real thing, 100%. Oh, 100%. Uh, Illuminati, I'm kind of like 50-50. I'm like, eh, I don't okay, know. Okay, speaking of that, so after we shared that story, there's an account on Instagram that tries to, she like covers the Illuminati and tries to cover like all these like secret societies. And so she posted me and she tagged me in a story like right after that. <laughs> and she, this is all I saw, okay? She took a picture of me and she said, you guys, this is a legit female, like a legit female. And I, what does that mean? Yeah. So I DM'd her back. I go, I, I'm confused. I was like, what do you mean female? Like, do you think I'm male? Do some people think I'm male or something? And she was like, no, on my page, I cover the Illuminati, secret societies and celebrities that I think are secretly male. So she's, she went over how she secretly thinks that Zendaya is a male what and she talks about like the bone structure all these things and like let me tell you something i actually have met zendaya i met zendaya i might be saying it right zendaya zendaya um i actually met her in los angeles at beauty con i think it was beauty con like like before she was famous um she was a disney star at the time i did not know who she was because i was a little bit too old to be watching her shows but let me tell you one thing that girl's a female and she came Oh my gosh, she's gorgeous in real life. Yeah, so allegedly, stunning, so tall. No, I saw her allegedly. <laughs> anyway, this account was so weird, and I was like, like people were trying to send in how maybe I was a male or something. I don't know. It was so weird. Um, well, but anyway, yeah, those secret societies do exist, though. Let me tell you. I don't know if the Illuminati does, but these, yeah, they do. One last story on this topic. <laughs> Listen, this is gonna be this is gonna be the best podcast episode of your life. We're gonna like. We're going to go three hours. Oh, God, please, no. Okay, let me tell you one last story. <laughs> okay. Okay. Jordan, you look so uncomfortable. Can you, like, push the mic out? Babe, I'm so comfortable. You're like this up against really? the wall. Just push the mic out. Okay. Out. So one time, I was in Saratoga, New York. Our friend um, owns, <laughs> his, fr- his family owns Windstar. Yeah, they won. Horse racing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they won the Kentucky Derby. So he took me to a horse race in Saratoga. If you know anything about Saratoga, it's where all of the wealthy elites go to gamble their money. So Saratoga is like a small, quaint New York town, and we're walking by. Do you like the way I'm telling the story? Mm -hmm. It's riveting, right? We're walking by this house, and it's amongst all these mansions, and it looks just odd and peculiar. Mm-hmm. And I pointed and I said, Preston, what is that house? And he goes, the rumor has it is that is a Freemason meeting spot. Hmm. It's been a rumor in this town for, for years. Scary. That's all. <laughs> Good story. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I just love it. I love it. I'm, I'm kind of just on a... Uh, That's why you love speakeasies. Love speakeasies. I just like, if anyone is a... Um, if anyone's part of a secret society or uh, just like a cool club. But a secret society that has like good morals and good values. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, like, call I me, don't, hit me up. <laughs> yeah. Or if you're a Fiji and you want an honorary <laughs> alumni, just call me. I mean, I don't hunt or fish, but I'm, I'm malleable. I can I can get into it. That is so funny. Paintball. Speaking of exclusive, we met some exclusive celebrities this past weekend. Oh. 
tell the story. But I was going to tell you, you got to tell it. So we went to um, Child's Cancer Fund Gala. And this is actually our first year going because the first year we were going to go, COVID happened, so they canceled. The second year we were going to go, um, it, I had Stratton. He was like literally born on that day. So finally we made it and I'm so happy we did. It's the coolest organization. They raised over $2 million to fight childhood cancer. It was so special. I got to uh, walk the runway with Landry. She's eight years old and met, oh, I got to catch up with Reagan, who wow. I had met through like a wig giveaway um, years ago. Now she's a freshman in college. Like it was just really, really special. So we first get there and, you know, we're saying hi to people. And then this like beautiful blonde girl comes up to me and she's like, Danny, I love your Instagram. Like I buy Divi. I use Divi every single day. I just like love everything that you post. And she's so beautiful, you know, but like, so I, I'm like kind of caught off guard. I'm like, yeah, wait, tell me your name. And she's like, my name's Candace. Come here. Like I want to introduce you to my husband. I'm like, okay. So Jordan and I, we follow her. We go backstage and she's like, this is my um, husband, Tony. It was like a movie. He like <laughs> turns around slowly, <laughs> slow motion. I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's Tony Romo. But here's another thing that um, I we haven't really talked about. So Candace is brothers with, um, oh my gosh, from Gossip Girl, Chase Chase Crawford. Yeah. So it's actually Chase Crawford's sister. They're both just such good looking people, such a good looking family. And then another little thing that actually we haven't talked about is my mom was in a Bible study with her mom. Really? Candace's mom. Yeah. It's like, so, they, like we're all connected. We're all connected. So... <laughs> We go backstage and we're having so much fun meeting all the kids and Dak Prescott's there, um, Stacy from Alice and Olivia, Nikki Hilton, Kathy Hilton, Troy Aikman, um, Cynthia Rowley. Mm. Uh, she's a designer. I mean, there were just so the many. Headband, headband lady? No, that's different, babe. Oh, but she was there, the headband lady? Yeah, but she wasn't backstage. Oh, but but she was there. Okay, Lily, yes. Lily was there. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> You were correct. Danny, Danny, we saw her at an event before and Danny goes, she's wearing these headbands. What's her full name? <sighs> Lily. Embarrassing, babe. You're a fashion blogger. Yeah, but like I'm a fashion blogger, but I'm not like fa a fashion blogger. You know what fashion. I mean? Anyway, this lady's like famous for her headbands. We saw her at an event before and she get Danny gets introduced to her and she goes, oh, did you make that headband? <laughs> she's like famous Lily's for Lily Sadui. 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 Yeah. yeah, so she's like famous. For, she has the most amazing style. She kind of reminds me a little bit of Iris Apple. Mm -hmm. And I guess she's based in Dallas. I could be wrong. She designs all these beautiful headbands. And I was introduced <laughs> to her. And they were like, This is Lily from Lily Sadui Headbands. And I go, Oh, did you make your headband? <laughs> I'm like such an idiot. It's like, it's like, though she's just like this housewife who's like doing it as a hobby and she runs this like empire of headbands. Anyway, I feel like you kind of brushed over the Tony Romo story a little bit. Well, so, but no, he was so cool and so, so down cool. to earth. And here's the thing. When you meet celebrities, you can't be fangirly. Like you got to just be chill because I feel like, like we did good. Because once you put yourself as a fangirl, you'll never, it's really hard to get out of the box. We talked about this last time. So I was like super cool. And I'm like, to be totally honest with y'all, Candace is so cool that I'm like, we could probably hang. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to play it cool and just be like, and then he asked us, he goes, oh, Candace, is this part of like the Dallas housewife crew? And I was like, and then Candace goes, no, no, honey, this is like the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I'm going to take that as a compliment. But, um, but yeah, so she was so cool. He was, 
he was very friendly. Yeah. He's um, great. like I, I truly feel like we could all be buds. Yeah. Um, I got to get him into paintball, man. Yeah, so then later on that night, I was like, yeah, let's get a quick picture. And so Jordan's like, wait, I want to get one too. So we take a picture with Tony. And what does he say to us? Well, two funny things he said to us is one, he goes, when he first met us, he goes, are you guys brother and sister? And we're like, no, we're married. He goes, well, he followed up with the comment. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. Y'all are just both so good looking. And I was like, whoa, Whoa. Tony. Uh, I I don't get that compliment a lot. You probably get it more than. And so I was like, wow, this is an honor. Um, And then uh, he said that we were skinny. He like took a picture with us and he was like, man, he was like, you guys are skinny. (laughs) He did say that. I was like, both of us. I was like, oh, thanks. And and then he goes, no, but like skinny in a good way. Like he was like backtracking. Um, But no, super nice guy. So one more story before we get into the meat of our podcast. Are you going to do it? What? Oh, what? Which story are you going to tell? Are you going to tell the, the tea story? Oh, no no no, 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 no. There's things, guys, listen. We, we're we here to dish. This is the last episode, so we're going listen, all out. But there's just, there's lines here. There's I won't boundaries. say who it is, but I had the most crazy encounter with someone at that event. And you did? Do you so know, you. do you have any idea what I went through? It was like out of a movie. Um, it was like. I can't, I can't even explain it, but we just, just had don't to, go there. Okay. We won't go there. She's too public. She's too public. Yes. Um, okay. So, oh, what I was going to say was, so we're, oh, Ezekiel Elliott is back there too. And let me be honest with you guys. Like my, my dad and my brother are the biggest cowboy fans. Like, I mean, they just know of every single like football player, anything about the NFL. I'm like, cool like I'm like oh that's so cool that they're like famous for playing football I think it's really cool but I'm not a fan yeah so like I'm more nervous to talk to Nikki Hilton Kathy Hilton than I am like Troy Aikman or Tony Romo or Dak Prescott like to me I'm just like yeah they're just like football yeah. players, you know so um so Ezekiel Elliott is back there so I know that he's like famous I honestly don't I mean he seems like a nice guy so we're back there Dak Prescott they're taking pictures and um, this girl comes up to me, super beautiful girl. She goes, Danny, and smiles. And and I'm like, you know how sometimes you meet people and then you forget and you're like, how do I know them? Like, she looked familiar. So I said, oh my gosh, so good to see you again. But I couldn't remember like who mm-hmm. it was. So I'm just like, good to see you. She's like, no, Danny, do you know who I am? And I was like, oh, wait, tell me your name again. She's like, Danny, Hallie Woodard from high school, y'all. This girl, I, I went to middle school with her. I mean, we we were friends for probably eight or nine years. We ran cross country, ran track together. Um, we spent like, I mean, so much time. We were on the same cheer squad in middle school, volleyball, everything. I had not seen her since high school. And come to find out, um, she's dating Ezekiel Elliott. She'd been dating him for six years. And we ran the four by four together because she was probably the fastest girl in our grade. I was the fastest girl in our grade until we merged schools yeah. and we went to high school and she became the fastest girl in our grade, you know? And so she ran like the hundred meter dash, 200 meter dash. And I did anything like over the 200. And so we ran the four by four, ran the four by one, four by two, everything together. Um, and so we used to call ourselves rose hips. Yeah, you guys kept saying rose hips and you would do this motion. And we I used was to like, call What's ourselves the rose hips and we would say rose hips. And like, you know, we had this like little movement. And so it was so cute. We did the, our rose hips dance again after like 14 years of not seeing each other. Now but she's dating Zeke. Yeah, wow. pretty cool. 
Um, and then you, you found out, so this was interesting, you found out that the other person on your 4x4 mm-hmm. team is like a reality TV star. I don't know if she's a reality TV star, but she was like on reality TV, only because I went and stalked her on Facebook, and Gosh. she was on some show, I can't remember. The Rose Hips team is just, they were just successful I'm beings. telling you, people, runners are ambitious people. Yeah. You know, because they're able to endure a lot of pain and like in they kind of inflicted on themselves because they know it'll better like the self-discipline that runners have is it's unmatched like so anyway that was an interesting weekend we um we had a good time this week we're going to austin this week we're going to austin we're going to be on one of jordan's favorite podcasts guys let me just tell you this story it's crazy so we were on a plane about four weeks ago Mm-hmm. And um, I'm listening to my favorite podcast. It's a podcast called My First Million. Mm-hmm. Love the host. Like they're like who I would fanboy over. And uh, and I had never heard of it. Never <laughs> heard of it. So you know. <laughs> uh, anyway, they they were doing an episode on like creator found fund or founded businesses basically. So they were talking about like Mr. Beast creating feastables because they mainly talk about like finance. Yeah, it's like a, it's business. business. Like they're like here's how you build businesses. And so I, I love listening to them and. Um, they go, I was in my head thinking, man, it'd be so cool if like they recognized Divi, like that'd be just awesome. But it was like very unlikely. It's a pipe dream. It's a pipe dream because they they cover males, typically male entrepreneurs. Like they don't really cover female entrepreneurs. And so I was like, so oh. sexist. Oh well, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> they are fixing it. Um, <laughs> and so I'm listening and then they go, they go, oh, by the way, have you ever heard of this girl on the podcast? Have you heard of this girl, Danny Austin? And I like drop my water pretty much. And I like grab Danny's arm next to me on the plane and they go, yeah. And then, well, the other host goes, no, never heard of her. <laughs> he goes, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, well, she has this like Instagram thing. And then she started Divi and they talked about the business. And I was like, man, this is so cool. And so then I DM'd them and I was like, hey, um, huge fan. I'm Danny's husband. You know, I, I, I help run Divi. And so we're going on their podcast. They invited us on. And so I think you're going to be the ve- the very first ever female entrepreneur on their podcast. That's a big deal. Wait, really? Yeah, no, it's a big deal. I rallied for it because I was like, guys, I know you're, because they talk about it all the time. They're like, we have four female listeners. That's why I had never heard of them. Yeah. That's why you never heard of them. And so I, I rallied and I was like, guys, like, you know, we would love to come tell our story. We'd love to be the first female guest. And so you're going to be the first ever female entrepreneur guest. I'm so honored. It's going to be my first million. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm, I'm, I really am so honored. It's going to be a lot of fun. And of course it's in my favorite city. Yep. Austin, Texas. Good morning. Um, so we're going to be, uh, road tripping down there. (gasps) Speaking of road tripping, did you hear the story about my mom? No. Okay. This is funny. So, I get a DM and it's like, hey, Danny, love you. Your mom just got into our car at a gas station, LOL, lover. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like your mom got into their car? Yeah, but like this person that DM me like didn't tell me the context. They're just like, your mom just jumped into our car at a gas station, lover. Still doesn't blow my mind. And it's like, honestly, I didn't even ask questions. I was like, ha sounds just like her. Yeah. So come to find out they were road tripping back from Fredericksburg, which is um, in between Austin and Dallas. They're kind of known for, it's like a cute little town that you can go visit. They have wineries. They have wineries. That's about it. No, they have that big hill mm. with the caves. Oh, I'm not familiar. You never went. Carlsbad Cavern? Cap- no, no, no. You never went spelunking in Fredericksburg? I have no idea what you're talking about. <sighs> Spelunking? Yes, yeah, spelunking is cave cave exploring. Oh, okay. 
No, I'll have to look into that. It's just a cute town to visit. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so they're, they're road tripping back. They stop at a gas station. My mom and Phil, who's like another, you know, it's a friend that they travel with. They go to the bathroom. They come back out. Well, my dad drives like a white Sequoia, Toyota Sequoia. So there's another white Toyota Sequoia that's pulled up. So they just jump in the car. They get in. They're like basically sitting in the back seat. And these two ladies in the front seat look back. They're on their phone and their jaws just like drop to the floor. Because they're probably like, okay, we're getting like robbed. Robbed. Like somebody's about to like, like, you know, steal our car. So my mom's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. They jump out of the car. And as they're walking away, two other women come out of the bathroom and they go, Tornado, were you just in her car? That is so funny. They recognize my mom. And my mom's like, I'm so sorry. We jumped in the wrong car. And meanwhile, my dad's just sitting there like shaking his head. But that's just so tornado. But how, what are the chances? What are the odds that they jump into another person's car that like they, they actually know who tornado is? I love that story. That, that's a record book story. That's, I love that one. And that's just so tornado. Tornado is one of those people. Landon and my mom are those people in the family that everywhere they go, crazy things happen. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty like vanilla. Like when I go out, like I never find a hundred dollar bill on the ground. My mom always finds money on the ground. Yeah. Maybe she's just like on the lookout, but. She's blessed. <laughs> she's hashtag blessed. <laughs> so true. Um, you know, we're, are we going to get into the guts of the episode? Let's Can get we, into Before the guts. we do, is there a reason that this podcast episode has been so much more fun than the others? Is it maybe just because it's the last <laughs> one? Is it just me? Well, tell me how you really feel. Well, no, I'm not. They've all been fun. So but to be I just honest, like podcasting is hard because you have a topic, but you have to talk about a topic for 45 minutes to an hour. So when we usually sit down and, and plan these podcasts out, we usually talk about all the things that we're, and we plan it out. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like planning it out and having these things that you cover is not as fun as just like telling stories and recapping the week. Also, you have to realize that if you're going to have a podcast, you have to live life. And I feel like we were able to like live life this weekend. A lot of times we're just working 24 seven. What are you going to talk about? Babe, I have been so pro us living life for like three months. No, I know. But we like, got to get back I've been to life. Busy. I've been really busy every single day. There is a mosquito in here. I know it's, it's flown onto your cornea a couple times. Are you serious? Yeah. It's like, it was like right in your eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is why I get so mad at you when you leave that door open downstairs. You do it every single time. I'm like, Jordan, shut the doors. It's like, te- we don't live in California. We Damn. live in Texas. Chill, dude. It's just, we it got mosquito shield. Nuts. Like, <laughs> I know, but we still, they're not mosquitoes that are flying in. They're like little gnats. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway, yeah. Um, we, we've got to, we've been trying to get back to living life. It's been a busy season. We had to develop the hair vitamin. We got to get back to life. Life is so I, fun. Sometimes I just feel guilty like living life. You know what I mean? I know, but you got to get over it. I'm like, I, I got to w- be suffering dude. in order for me to see the gains. Oh my gosh. Not suffering. Dan, but let me know. tell you something. I am so... <laughs> empathetic with you right now like that was so 2022 jordan 2023 jordan is such a different person and let me tell you it's amazing you need to come away from the dark side and into the light side i know there's just y'all there's you a don't lot have to on. suffer to be successful and even if that was required it ain't worth it like come know, play paintball come read here's the thing though i do enjoy the chaos i do feel like sometimes i hit this like wall or breaking point where i'm like okay too much I always know because I haven't been reading lately, you know, and I love I to read and I can always tell whenever I'm like, life is too much because I don't read. Yeah. I quit reading. You quit reading. But 
Come over. Quit reading and running. Those are kind of like everyone go comment in Spotify comments and say, Danny, live your life, girl. Just live life. Just live life, girl. Live, live, laugh, love. I have found that this podcast has been so much more fun because we're just talking. I just this is what I've been telling you for so long. I've been trying to tell you this for so long. (laughs) So annoying. You're so annoying right now. Oh my god. Okay, so for this podcast, we're going to talk about marriage. I don't know why this is funny right now. Um, but so we were going to talk, talk about marriage and then we were like coming up with, you know, uh, content and topics and tips and tricks and all that stuff. And then I was like, I looked down and there was this like Chick-fil-A toy right now where it was all these like family t- uh, table topic questions. Mm. So then I had this idea because we had bought these, qu- this another set of questions. It's called. Um, blah, blah, blah. No, that's just. No, that's what it's called. <laughs> that's what's it's, on the back of the card. It's, uh, <laughs> it's on the card. It's that blah, box blah, blah. over there. I ordered this box off Amazon. Jen Todrick had talked about it. Oh. And they're like relationship questions. Yeah. Anyway, so Reality we have- Reality TV star. We have some, um, some like marriage relationship questions that we're going to ask each other. Yeah. And, and these are not scripted, which is going to make this so fun. I'm going to- Actually, you asked me a question first. You want me to? Okay. Um, okay. Is there anything from your past that you're ashamed of? Tanning beds. Really? I mean, that makes sense. I don't know if I'm ashamed of, I'm disappointed in myself for sure. Um, we all did it. We all did it. (laughs) You did? Yeah, dude, totally. You went to a tanning bed? Yeah. All All the guys in our high school did. Wait, are you kidding me right now? No, it was like, uh, what was it called? Solar eclipse. Jordan, are you are you effing kidding me right now? I'm not effing kidding you right now. We you all did it. What? Yeah. What was it like? 18 minutes or whatever. Wait, are you serious? I never put on the lotion though. That was like too much. <laughs> Wait, you went to a tanning bed. Yeah, <laughs> like all the all of the guys in our friend group did. <laughs> You've never told me this before. Well, is it what? I'm shook right is now. Is this a big deal? What's happening? I just. I feel I feel attacked. <laughs> Wait, okay. How often? Uh, and did you go with friends or did you just like go by yourself? Some. So my friend worked at one. Who? Uh, Garen. What? Garen Goen. He worked at one, and so we would go maybe like three times a week. What? Maybe twice. I don't know. Depending. <laughs> Why you never told me this? Well, what, what, what do you mean? I talk about this all the time. First of all, you're susceptible to skin cancer. You have that type of skin that's pink undertones, you? like, like your mother. You you're, have that type of skin. No, I don't. I don't have pink undertone. You do. I'm Jordan Ramirez. <laughs> I'm born for the sun. <laughs> no, you're not. Your dad is like my mom is, but you and I are both not. And, um, and so you're hit and, and Jordan's mom had skin cancer on her face. No, on her neck. Right. On her neck. Yeah. On her neck. So. First of all, I can't believe that your mother lets you do that. Tammy, I have a bone to pick. Um, but I am just shocked right now was, that like was, men went to tanning. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Like, but I know so they do now, but especially like back in the day. Well, it might have been because it was in that, uh, not, it was before the Jersey Shore era, <laughs> but it was during the, what were those jeans that had the studs on them? 
true religion. True. Did you wear true religion no, jeans? No, no, I did not. I did not. Let me tell you something. I not, did not. Not that like I, they were so cute for girls, but when guys wore them, no, I always it was thought weird. that was interesting. It was, yeah, it was weird. But like, you got to understand, I lived in the suburbs. Okay. So, so did, well, yeah, you so, lived in the suburbs. <laughs> so I lived in the suburbs. So true religion really hit us hard. <laughs> like a storm. <laughs> And so you had these like <laughs> jockey dudes in their true religion jeans, oh. football stars, and bronze skin. Like it was just the thing. Like I had did to. Did you keep... ever pop your color? No, I did not. But listen, I had uh, listen. I didn't want to tan. I had to tan to keep up. I had to tan just Wait, to have a this. girlfriend in the summer. You don't understand this. Wait, let me ask you this: Did you ever put one of those stickers on? Oh, like the no the the Playboy bunny stickers. <laughs> That's what all the girls did. And it was like, dude, dude, did you see her hip? She's got the Playboy. <laughs> I did that. You did? Never that Playboy. I would so not. So not you. I, I didn't do Playboy Bunny. I did like a heart or something. Like something so cutesy. Funny. Yeah. And then like the whole thing was like, like in, uh, what was this? Like probably early high school. Like all the girls wear the crop tops so that you could see that. Like a little, yeah. I never wanted to show mine off because I knew it was tacky. I think for a high school guy, we were like, oh my gosh. <laughs> It's like, dude, she's tan. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, it's so much life. Yeah, is so much it was just an here. era. But yeah, I, if you would have asked me this question, so is did there you anything? get your nails done too? No, dude. Come on. What's the difference? Like, I don't... what do you mean? What's the difference? <laughs> it's like bronze skin versus pedicures. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you just like don't like. Listen, you're a little out of touch. You're like, you're like one of those New York elitists right now, where you just do not understand suburban culture. This and is I so guarantee you there's so many listeners in this podcast that are like, dude, this guy gets it. Okay, listen, here's the thing. So Jordan grew up in a suburb in Dallas. I grew up in a suburb in Dallas, but we were closer to, so look, should we explain like Dallas layout for them? Sure. So, okay, there's Highland Park, which is like, I don't know, how would you explain it? Rich city USA. Rich, like kind of old money. Yeah. If you grow up in Highland Park, you it's are prestigious. It's prestigious. They had, you know, Highland Park High School. It's just like very, it's probably like the most expensive place to live in Dallas, that neighborhood. And then you have the outside of that, you have like Lake Highlands. Outside of that, you have Richardson, like North Dallas, which is where I grew up. So I was like two contact points away from like the elite yeah. you know um and then outside of that you have a bunch of smaller suburbs which is like jordan's high school like but the closer that you get to dallas or helen park the more bougie it gets totally so i still grew up in dallas dallas but it was still like suburb like down to earth suburb like you know yeah it wasn't anything like we were not like elitists like you were saying like new york people yeah, but or Helen Park but, people like we did. I never had like the most designer thing we ever had in our high school was like Tory Burch flats. Which yeah, like but like bucks. all I'm saying is like don't march onto this podcast and act like you understand Rockwall, no. Texas <laughs> culture because okay, well, you could never understand what it's like <laughs> here's the for thing. all of the football I'll stars to wear true religion jeans and you not to have them because <laughs> they're like a hundred bucks. Well, um, I didn't have the build for it. I was too skinny. Uh, it would have looked weird. It would have looked like truly female jeans. No, I get that. Also, um, you also grew up on like an acre of land, which okay. is an acre and a half, <laughs> which is a lot of land. It's a lot of land. I mowed that thing. Mm -hmm. So good. Listen, I'm going to answer this question. It's not my question. It's your question. But is there anything from your past that you're ashamed of? In in the same vein, I have one regret. Okay. Okay. It's it's not deep. It's similar to tanning bed. 
my my father, Joel, he's a guy that has all these kind of like old wife's tales hacks. Okay. Like apple cider vinegar every day. Apple cider vinegar every day. His grand her his dad, my grandpa, used to eat Vicks vapor rub. Oh, that can't be good for you. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm like, what are we doing here? The cracking the raw egg in the hair, letting it sit all day. Yeah. So my my, my brother time. is a spitting image of my dad. <laughs> like they come up with these things. Like Luke, Luke has not used a microwave. I don't care if he's mad. I share this. He hasn't used a microwave in two years. Well, but no, there is validity to that. Yeah. That can't be good for you. <laughs> right. I mean, I get it. We're like, we use it every night. And he's like, he's like, hey, 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 I don't, I can't be using this thing. Um, so the one regret I have was that my dad convinced me that I should put lemon juice in my hair during the summer because lemon juice combined with sunlight would give me blonder hair. No, that works. Well, let me tell you, it turned my hair orange. <laughs> <laughs> and and Mallory Bellinger, who was my crush in sophomore year, she knew it. And she goes, did you dye your hair? And I had to explain, no, I didn't. It's just the way the sun's hitting it right now. And no one believed it. And so then the rumor was that I got highlights in my hair and I didn't. Mm, my dad told hurts. me to put lemon juice in my hair that and I, I couldn't reverse it. You know what? I think you actually got highlights in your hair. I've... I have, your mom asked me this like a month ago. I have never okay. gotten highlights in my curious. hair. I was just curious if like, if I said that, if you would be like, okay, yeah, actually no, I did. No, truly. I've never. No, I don't think that you've done it since we've been even dating. I think, cause Landon got highlights in his hair in sixth grade. No, no, no. See, I never did. I <laughs> never got highlights in my hair. My dad told me to put lemon juice in my hair and I did it. And it completely just warped my image. There was a whole summer. I, I very fundamentally decided not to see anyone. <laughs> I did not see a single friend or girl that I liked for an entire summer. I just buzz your hair. No, no, because the whole idea was like you, like I didn't, I didn't go out on a strong note that year. I think it was sophomore year. Like I just wasn't really happy. Like I didn't, the girls, <laughs> it wasn't working out with the girls. And so I, I said, you know what? I'm just going to disappear for a summer and I'm going to see what happens. what happens. And then I came back and they were like, Jordan, you haven't seen you in forever. I didn't work out That's or anything. So I should have done that. That's so you. You're like, I'm just going to peace up for three months, make them miss me, make them wonder. <laughs> and then I just like come back with a bang. Oh my gosh. Okay. Isn't that funny how like in high school, everything is about guys and girls. Oh my gosh. Everything. Yes. Everything. Dude, I was such a I was so hopeless boy romantic. See, I wasn't a ho I was just like boy crazy for a while. Yeah. I would just like listen to Dashboard Confessional and just be like, like what? one day she'll <laughs> see me. Recognize me. Okay, question for you. Mm -hmm. What is your most vivid memory of the first time we met? Was it my tan? Yeah, you got that little Playboy bunny sticker. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first day, or can I talk about the first season that we met? No, the first day. Okay, well, I mean, you know, I know, you know the story. Like I walked no. up, saw you with Hazel. Vivid memory of me. I want to talk about this because this is like, this is sweet. Okay. And sappy. Okay. The first time that I ever was like, I could marry this person. Do you know when it was? At, in San Antonio? Yeah. So Danny came, to, I, I won't tell a story, story, we've told it so many times. So Danny comes to this company party. And this was like our first date, would you say? Mm -hmm. Like our first date. And she comes to this company party and I didn't plan any of this, but like there were all these like executives around and 
I felt like at that party you did, it was like the dynamic that we have right now where we're like best friends, but also partners and we're like a good mm -hmm. team. It was the first time I ever saw that because you were so supportive of me at that party. You were so good working the room. Like all these wives loved Danny. Mm -hmm. You looked so good. Mm -hmm. You were very fashionable. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I was having a good boob day that day. I remember. I remember that too. <laughs> I do. I was like, cause you know, like you were, you were very skinny in college. I had like, I had, I mean, you know how girls go through different seasons where different things grow. When I met you, I remember my boobs were bigger than the first time. And I, met I wore you, a padded bra. The first too. time I met you, I was like, oh, she's cute. The first time in San Antonio, I hung out with you. I was like, she's hot. <laughs> And I'm not saying, I'm not saying it was all the boobs, but I think that they played a large role. Well, I, <laughs> well, good to know now, now that I have zero. Um, Babe, you too. No, I know. Don't talk to yourself like that. No, but I had also worn this dress that like, I brought it from my friend Amy. Was it black? No, it was like. It a, like had like, you showed some leg too. Was it wasn't it? black. It was like a tannish burnt orange, like rust color with black. I don't know. It was really cute, but. It just like fit where if you wore a padded bra, like it looked like it made my boobs look big. Like people at that party would have assumed we had been dating for years and that we because were Because I was like running around like doing dirty work too. I know. It was I like, was like cleaning up messes but, and like straightening up the right. waters. And but stuff. what I'm saying is like, is like people would have assumed that we were married and that was our first date. And I was like, this is someone, this is the real deal. See, and then you told me that on the way home, but you don't remember that. Yeah, she says that I, I told her I wanted to marry her on the way you home. You said, I'm dating you because I Sounds think you weird. would make a good wife. That's what you said. Okay, yeah. You did. It's yeah. so annoying when you say that you didn't say that because you did. Well, you say, okay, this is an important detail. You say I said that on the way there. No, on the way that's home. Weird. Okay, then that's fine. We'll, we'll call that I history. was looking out the window and you were babbling oh my god i don't think i got a word in i remember vividly i know it was very self-absorbed you talked so much i'm a changed man okay but that was an hour long ride and i don't think i got a word in i had to like literally interrupt you but as you were going on and on and on i was i remember thinking this guy doesn't shut up and i looked out to the right and i looked up and i could see some stars and then that's when you said that and i'll never forget it and like i remember thinking well, this ain't gonna go anywhere. This guy talks too much, but that's sweet. But no, and then anyway, it's not fine. But <laughs> listen, I would have never married anyone else. I just want that to be said publicly. Okay, thank you. Um, okay. Oh, my turn. Yeah. Um, that question's so boring. Um, you picked them. Okay, what is the first thing you think of when you hear the word home? work no stress stress <laughs> people in our house people we got to change some things about our lifestyle home and then i do think about sleeping sometimes yeah um, i really want to recondition our lives where home can, is can i be honest with you yeah that's what we're here for i really want to get rid of that blue sofa in our living room but i'm scared to tell you because i know it's custom made i hate it babe i hate it this is we're going to talk offline about this. We're about to fight. <laughs> Do you like that blue sofa? No, yeah, I don't like it's a sofa. I sit on it sometimes. I feel like, like it's not like inviting. No, babe. Listen. That's not the problem with our home. Oh. 
It's Am I f- putting a Band-Aid on a bullet hole? You're putting a Band-Aid on a bullet hole right now. We, we, there's so many things we got to change. Gosh. If a crystal ball could tell you one truth, what would you ask? Do you like that question? Because um, I have a lot more if you don't. I would like to know how many kids we're going to have. Four, I'll tell you. No, we don't know that. I mean, I would just like to be ahead of it. Just mentally start four. preparing I'm myself. I'm telling you four. Four minimum. No, four maximum and minimum. So four. <laughs> okay. Well, that's my answer. Let me ask you one more because that was short. What has stayed the same in this relationship since the beginning? In our relationship. Mm-hmm. I think that it's been our consistency and like hearing each other out which I know sounds vague, but it's like, I feel like when you have a conflict, you like, we don't brush things under the rug. I feel like we always attack things head on. And I feel like that's why our relationship is successful. This is valid. There's nothing, nothing gets pushed under the rug. (laughs) Not ever. (laughs) Literally I'll walk in with like a certain face and I'll be like, what's wrong? Let's sit down. Let's talk about it. I'm like, can we just not? Like, it'll be fine. Can we just not okay, talk about but, this? Okay, but listen, I've gotten better at, like, not sweating the small stuff, too. No, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just telling you that we talk about everything. And you're yeah. you're always curious about everything. Well, yeah, I care. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's good. It's nice. <laughs> okay. Um, ooh, tell me something about yourself that I may not know. I mean, come on. There's got to be something. Um... That you don't know? Yeah. I've been having this like longing lately. I really want to get back into country music. I played it at Stratton's birthday. Did you I know, that? I know. But I just, I really want to like, like dive deep into it. Start going to concerts. Okay. Go back to the honky tonkies, put on my denim blue shorts and some cowboy boots. Let me ask you this. Is that just a summer thing? I feel like that's maybe just Texas summers. No, no, I've been having this feeling for a while. Really? Since fall? Mm-hmm. Okay. So is there something deeper attached to it? <laughs> this is this is every conversation <laughs> that we have. Literally everything. This is so valid. Here. I'm, like, I'm like, I like country music. And Jordan's like, but tell me how you really feel. Why is there a longing? Is there something missing in our relationship? You're trying to fill the void. I'm like, no, dude. Like, I just like literally want to listen to country music. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, oh my gosh, like, I did that just as a joke. No, you but didn't. Some, but I do. You I did do wonder. Not. That was so you. I'm like, are you trying to retreat back to a season in your life? See, this it's is like, why it's I when can't. you got it's when you got into Noah Kahan. Noah Kahan's like stick seasons. You were like, I've listened to it 18 times on repeat. And you were like, it just takes me back. And I was like, takes you back to when? You're like, when? Where? I was like, what was what happening? It, what is missing in your nostalgia? <laughs> so funny. What do you wish you could spend more time on? Um, I would say listening to podcasts. Okay. He's really into Joe Rogan right now. Babe, don't I tell know. Him. It's so, it's not Yeah, you know what? If you guys are going to call me controversial for Babe, that, then no, just... First of all, no sp- one's called you controversial. Not one person. You're The mainstream you're creating, media? No, you're creating this in your mind. True. That you're, True. you're thinking people are going to attack you whenever... Nobody cares. I'm free. I'm free. I lo- I've listened to Joe Rogan. I'm listening to all the Alien episodes. I'm listening to all the COVID episodes. Come at me. <laughs> Thank you. Okay? Just yeah. own it. Just own who you are. Oh, man. Okay, I feel great. <laughs> But dude, they're like three hours long. Like I need some more time. And I, can my, you talk about the one you were listening to last night? 
or is it too controversial? Which one, Aaron Rodgers? No. Um, oh, the the lady who escaped from North Korea. Mm-hmm. Gosh, it was so interesting, guys. So there, a third. She was thirteen when she escaped. She's like in her mid twenties now. She is. Are you? I'm sorry. Are you yawning? <laughs> Am I boring? It was more of like a physiological response, not because I'm bored. Okay. Anyway, she escaped. You guys li- listen to the episode. It's like three hours long, but she What's es- her name? Uh, I don't know her name. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like just Google like Joe Rogan, North Korea episode, but she escaped from North Korea when she was 13. And she tells stories because she remembers of everything she grew up in North Korea, the mass starvation. Mm. Um, Kim Jong-un, mm-hmm. I guess, is the, the dictator. He basically ripped off the Bible and said that he was Jesus. Like it, it's all like an allegory. Yeah, like for Jesus. So like he said his dad was God and like created Kim Jong-un, the son. And so they have like propaganda that just pumps into their brains that says like, hey, this is like your... Lord and Savior, who are you texting? I'm sorry. Like, why even set me up for this? I'm so sorry. It's my tanning girl, and she needs a response. She's going to come by and give me a spray tan before my first million. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I want you to be looking hot. <laughs> You're just talking about tans, okay? Um, but anyway, it, she escapes, um, is sold into slavery in China, and then, you know, eventually is, like, rescued by Christian mis- missionaries in South Korea. Oh, I didn't realize that that's how she was rescued. Yeah, she was rescued. Um, and she just talks about, like, all the trauma that's endured, but mostly talks about just, like, how communism, like, completely wrecked their the North Korean people and their mm-hmm. country and, like, how it helped the government you know, maintain power and get control of power. And it's really sad because now she's an American. She's like, Oh my gosh, like I'm seeing some of the same things happen. Oh really? Yeah. She talks about that a lot at the end. She's like, I through the censorship and through all this stuff and like the propaganda, she's like, I'm seeing a lot of the same things. And so she's kind of like actively fighting it. What did she say specifically? Uh, Mostly a lot of how like the media is operating. And then she got a lot of hate because, um, she told a story about how she was in San Francisco and, you know, she was attacked, um, you know, and the person she was attacked by, by was black. And so, you know, she said that she called the police. Like physically and, attacked? Or yeah, physically okay. attacked. And then she said that she called the police and all these kind of like people within San Francisco, like yelled at her for being racist, for being attacked. And mm-hmm. then like, you know, everyone scurried and and scattered and they let the person who attacked her get away because they thought that they were like doing the right thing and this was like six years ago i think and so san francisco now is like really really bad and like most people are leaving but she was like that was earliest signs of that happening and a lot of just like how i think like what's pretty much public at this point like the way that the government has like censored communication and like the media is operating like on behalf of the government the twitter files yeah, like, oh my gosh. I feel like I bring this up as every episode. People are going to be like, oh my God. Babe, no, you keep saying that people say these things and nobody cares. Like, in fact, people like whenever you go off about these things. I know. I'm going to pop off. Just pop off. Just pop off. Okay. Um, but anyway, no, that that is really interesting. And I think that the one thing that, like, is true is, like, that I do feel like the government or the media has always been censoring no i think us. That it's and just like there's always been propaganda even like yeah. but it's just now it's we're finding it out no 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 i think i think we've always known that it's just that it changes like now it's within twitter or it's in social media or it's like you know it used to be it yeah. just is always like evolving the way that um they're controlling us <laughs> i bet this is i bet this gets censored out 
No, I wouldn't. Jordan, you're so like sensitive to these things. <laughs> like, no, nobody's out to get you. It's just, I think once you are canceled a couple of times, you become so sensitive. Yeah, she's to got everything. good intentions. She's, she's, she's. No, I'm not talking about Jenny. I'm talking about oh. you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about how, and I get it. Like, I'm the same way too, but like, there's certain things that you feel are going to trigger people just because you're so scared of how it's going to be perceived. I know, but so now, anytime you say anything that you think anyone will disagree with, you feel like everybody's out to get you when they're really not. But even if they are, like, in my new era, this is my era's tour. In my new era, I just don't want to care anymore. Yeah, but like, you it's do like if care. you're gonna come after me for you listening to Joe. No, I told them. I told them everything. <laughs> you do care though. That's the one thing about us is we care. And so but we're working on not caring. Well, we you try and care you you try and keep the bigger picture in mind, right? So like you don't want to polarize yourself and trade off like the bigger yeah, picture. The bigger yeah. picture is like we don't care what you believe politically. We don't care like what your views on whatever are like, we just like want to do what our main mission is, which is like to be positive and reflect Jesus in our content. And right. so like, sometimes like it's not worth fighting the battles over everything yeah. that they want us to fight it over. The, and so exactly. It's like, it's more about that than it is like fear of us being like, what hill do you want to die on? Yeah. What hill do you want to die on? And, and so many of the hills that are out they're there, they're just that, setting you up for like failure. They're like, failure. Yeah. They're it's not like, really wanting to hear what you have to say. They just want to call you out and be angry at you. Yeah. So it's like, we're not going to play that game. Like and we're not going to play no, that game anymore. There's no nuance on the internet anymore. It's like either you're this or you're that. that. Like there's no, which is so funny about me because like, and people try to put me in a box and try to put this label on me. But like, if anyone actually knows me, I am the most like understanding person of both sides. Oh, 100%. Like, like I'm always like, oh, but I see this point of view. Oh, but I see this point of view. And sometimes I, I truly feel, I mean, not every conflict, but most conflicts are solved by meeting in the middle. Yeah. Meeting in the middle, give and take a little bit. We are not so, dogmatic about anything. Anything. And I'm always willing to listen, learn, change, just to better everything. But what I think the one thing that you and I are both like trying to work on is not being like, pushed around yeah. and being forced into these pushed, labels or these yeah. boxes that we have been pushed around. We've been pushed around a lot into before. Like and I'm, you know what? I'm, <laughs> I'm not having it anymore. I am just, you got to stand up to the bullies you're, and the, and the bullies are the government. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, okay. describe the way I smell <laughs> at what time of the day, dude, they're, these night sweats. They've actually gotten better. Have you noticed? They, they have gotten better because I rolled over this morning and I cuddled you and I was like, oh, interesting. <laughs> oh, um, you're, you're lukewarm. Um, so those night sweats, though, they stunk up our bathroom. There was a phase where they were stinky. Yes. But they haven't always been like that. No, they haven't always like that. Otherwise, I mean, I think you decently smell well. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I smell your hair a lot. There's some product in there, but I like the smell of it. Yeah, the product smells good. Yeah. Was it Living Proof dry shampoo? Mm, living Proof? I don't know. I kind of switch off. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, would you give our children more or less freedom than you had growing up? I think just the same. The per Like, I think how much freedom I had growing up was the perfect amount. You do? My parents were, my parents were pretty chill. I was, like, so hard on myself that like my parents didn't really need to discipline me a lot or put me on a leash. But um, I had a lot of freedom. My, my parents always told me, they were like, you have 
the the world is your oyster. You have all the freedom in the world. The one time that you mess it up, it's gone forever. They always told me that. They're like, all it mm. is going to take is one time. And they're like, as soon as you betray our trust, or if you stay out too late, or you don't communicate, or you lie, or whatever, it's done for. But I did still sneak out sometimes. <laughs> you think that that's carried over into our marriage at all? What? That mindset. Oh, the one time? Mm-hmm. Or into your life? Yeah. I think it has. I think so. I think you have trouble with grace. Have I told you that before? <laughs> no, what do you mean? I think you have trouble messing up. Oh, yeah. And I think you I think you have a you have trouble believing that if you mess up, people can forgive you and you can forgive yourself. Mm, that's deep. That's deep. Yeah. I mean, to me, like all it takes is is one time. It's like very cutthroat. It's cutthroat and you're cutthroat and <laughs> you're cutthroat with yourself. Yeah. But I'm not cutthroat with other people. That's what's so funny about me. No, it's just with yourself. But so much of of what I just sometimes want to like shake you and say is like, hey, it's OK. It's not your fault. It's OK. It's not your fault. Um, what is the one rule you have for yourself that you will never break? Never mess up. <laughs> Don't do drugs. No ecstasy. I had friends in high school that did ecstasy. Really? And so that's just the one drug that comes to mind. That didn't hit the suburbs. X. They called it X. Yeah. Only like the crazy kids did that. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. We had some ecstasy. We had some cocaine. <laughs> I've never done cocaine. I've never done any drugs. One time I did <laughs> take a gummy. Yeah. I was going to say, you big liar. I'm not going to let you get out of here. It was in Colorado. It was totally legal. My mom gave it to me. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah my mom gave it to me <laughs> it's true i um i never i've never been into that i've never like smoked weed or anything like that yeah i did a gummy one time in colorado with my mom um what's um, my best physical feature have you noticed how all my questions are so like surface level and yours are so much deeper I, I'm, I'm like what's i what do i smell like i feel like dr phil right now i'm loving it um, um what's my best physical feature well, we got to talk about that nose. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna be shallow for a second. Your butt. <laughs> I talk about it all the time. I tell you all the time. It's so funny because like Danny has. Uh, th listen, we'll touch on it and then we'll move on. I don't want to make it weird here, but like Danny has the best butt. I mean, it's just it's objectively. This isn't like a husband being attracted to his wife. Like objectively, it's a great butt. I don't know. You think? It's okay. not, it's your, your good feature. You, you have good lips too. What? Yeah. What? Good I hate teeth. my lips. Good teeth. You know what? You're just overall, <laughs> I'm just into it. I'm into what's going on here. Okay. What's a question you've never asked me? I don't know. You might have to. It's a hard question. I know. I, I mean, you just like spent 20 minutes telling, like I ask you everything. Yeah. Like I ask you, ev like every angle of There's your soul. There's something that you, um, yeah, I don't know. No. It's probably a pretty surface question that yeah, I don't ask like, a lot. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, what did you eat for breakfast? You never asked me that. I feel so hurt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, wait, wait, you're like, oh, yeah, it's my okay. turn. Um, have you ever caught yourself repeating something your parents said to you? Oh, yeah. Um. My mom always said, mama always said, 
Um, <laughs> this is so sad. <laughs> She's always like, just remember, there's always going to be someone that's smarter than you, prettier than you, and makes more money than you. <laughs> She quite, always told me that. Tornado's quite the realist. <laughs> it was very humbling, you know, like. Gosh. No, she always we told me that. We're just like literally digging into the depths of why Danny never feels good <laughs> enough. Well, no, it, it wasn't a way to hurt me. It was a more, more so of a way for me to like to She's protect protecting me you, because yeah. it was like more so about jealousy. Like growing up, anytime that you feel jealous of, of, of girls and just be like, Danny, you know what? Always remember, there's always going to be someone prettier than you, smarter than you, more successful than you. In that light, I feel like it's prepared you well because you're really not a jealous person. Yeah, no. And I'm not like, I, like, trust me, I know I'm not the cutest girl in the room, you know? And that's okay with me. Hey. And I think that, no, but I'm serious. Like, and it's fine. Like, it's fine. I, I've accepted it. Um, and I just know that I have to work on other areas in my life. It's like character building. I will say though, you go back to 2013 picks and compare them to now. I mean, yeah, you've glowed up. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I've definitely had. I a mean, glow same. Up. I, that was that was Fat Jordan era. No, we both did, but like, yeah. I truly, I don't think that be, like I'm insecure in the way that I look, or right. I'm insecure about my body or anything like that. Like nothing physically ever holds me back from accomplishing my goals, and I think it's because of things like this. Like my mom told me. You'll never like it's there's always gonna be someone prettier, smarter, and richer than you. I more successful yeah. than you. But like it wasn't I can't. I don't know explain if I agree. It. Like I wouldn't want you to tell Stella that. But I can't explain it. Like I feel like it humbled me and it was like, Danny, that's because those things don't matter. Like right. you have to focus on the things that actually do matter and the things that you can control because there's always gonna be somebody that's better than you. Yeah. And that's and that's just but that's reality. And so like you need to find can be content and with with like who you are, where you're at in life. Because right. if you're if you're not content now, you'll probably never be content. You'll always be like striving to be that girl when in reality, even if you become that girl, there's still gonna be another one. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I can't explain it. It wasn't like a mean thing. That oh, my mom I don't was think it was me. mean. My mom also always told me, my mom always, <laughs> my mom always told me, um, never put the knives up in the dishwasher because you could slit your throat and bleed out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or slit your wrist, sorry, the, the and bleed out. The funny thing that I've seen happening with our children that your mom probably did is it's not, hey, you could prick your finger. It's like, don't touch this or you could... Mm -hmm. Chop your finger off. Yeah, you can chop your finger off. And so, like, I've seen you, you grab Stella's, God in Stella's hands. And, like, when she's, like, about to shut the door on her finger or something, you'd be like, hey, don't do this, Stella, because it will you'll lose your finger. Do you want to live with three fingers? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, babe, chill. Like, or, like, Stratton, like, you know, will, like, grab, you know, a marble or something, which is not great. But, like, like and you grab it out of his hand, you're like, listen, Stratton. You could choke and die. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> no, I, I grab Stella and I say, Stella, don't leave us on the ground because your brother could choke on it. Yeah. And I never say choke and die. I say he could choke on it. Right. But it's, it's, it's always. Explain it to them. If Stella's smart enough to understand, like, Stella, don't leave these little pieces of marble that's around. True. That's true. Here's the thing, though. Like, that's just being a mom. You just worry about yeah. the most extreme of things. Yeah. My parents never <laughs> did that. But yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> um. What's one thing you want to do or wished you had done before having children? Um, I don't wish that I would have done this, but like I would encourage anyone like in a business sense, like like go after your dreams before you have yeah, kids. Yeah, I know that's smart. 
like start the business, travel, move, just do anything that sounds outlandish. Don't ever think, oh, I'll do it later in life. Like you got to do it now. If you have that, that like feeling in your stomach where you're like, oh, but I've always wanted, just do it. Yep. Just do it. You have literally nothing to lose. You don't have kids. You're married. You have all the freedom and flexibility in the world. You can go anywhere. Even if you move to a new city, you'll have your evenings to go make new friends. When you have kids, it's different. Yeah. And not saying it's not possible. It's just more, it's different and it's more difficult. I think that I would say it might, um, I don't want to discourage people, but I, I think it's harder because even if you have the means to buy the nannies and buy the help and all of these kind of things to give you the time to do it, what I've realized, I was thinking about this today in the shower, what I've realized about kids is that what I didn't expect, it's like how much your, like your perspective on business and life changes. Like, yeah. like I was, I was, I literally thought to myself today, Nothing I was like, selfish anymore. Yeah. I was like, we were so selfish. what could matter more than our kids? Nothing. Like there's not a single thing in this world that matters more to me than like our family and our kids. Yeah. But it's fun. And it's true. Like people said that. And like, I was like, eh, okay, nice thought. But like, yeah. like, no, no, it's true. It just happens because you like love them. No, so much. I saw them. This was like a thought that went through my head yesterday when my dad was over and he was like cuddling both of them. And I was like, in my head, I was like, I love you guys so much. Like I would just like die for you right now. <laughs> Again, back to those extremes. <laughs> I'm just like, literally in my head, it's like an intrusive thought. I'm like, in a split millisecond, wouldn't even have to think about it. Like I love yeah. y'all so much. And, but what's so fun before you have kids is that you can be so selfish and you don't even realize that you're being selfish, Yeah. but just like be selfish and do, do all the things that you wanted to do. Start the business, start the Etsy shop, start the podcast, be an influencer, just go after it. Because like I said, it, it just changes. Speaking of change, what change did you make in your life that you're now Wait, sorry. What change did you make in your life that you're the most proud of? Um, I, I would be curious if you'd back this up, but I would say like control. Mm-hmm. Like I've just given up control of a lot of areas yeah. of my life. Yeah. And I think that it's benefited my relationships. You know what's interesting though? You, when I dated you and we first got married, I feel like you weren't that controlling. You like grew into it. Have you noticed that? You grew into control or maybe I think I just had control in other areas. Oh, okay. Like I think it, it, it came into our relationship probably like as we got engaged and as we got married, but then you got to also realize, like, I think I was very controlling in like my career and like my, my business, but in the, because ours were separate at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Then when we started working together, I felt more like I had to control. Yeah. Like I had to control and protect you and like, protect our family from circumstances and protect our business. And so I think giving up control of that has been really good. I agree. Do you think it's happened? Also your shoulders and your biceps look a lot better. Wow. <laughs> Guys, I've been working out for a year and a half and that is the first this time. Is what change did you make? Yeah. Your body is very different. Well, yeah. I mean, it's and 20 pounds lighter. <laughs> Um, what is something you tried reluctantly and it turns out you actually like it? Chick-fil-A sauce. I tried that the other day too for the first time. It's good. It's good stuff. I used to not like it at all. I was just like a diehard barbecue sauce girl, but yeah. I like it now. How are, you, how are you Polynesian? You fan? You know, I like all the sauces from Chick-fil-A. Herb Ranch. I'm like, Meh, yeah. I could do without it, but it's still actually pretty good. Um, 
Is there anything that you've tried reluctantly, but then you enjoyed it? No. <laughs> I just can't think of anything. Um, I know one. Okay. Kind of. I, I, there's not, it's not like super specific, but just like upscale travel. Like I was reluctant to it. Yeah. Like to upgrading the seat or, yeah. you know, upgrading the room or something. Cause there's not, you have to admit, there's not a lot in life that you and I like, like in terms of luxury want to splurge on. No, I mean like, like Jordan like, doesn't really care about things. Even like, like, I don't know. It's not that we, we wouldn't, it was just like not one of those things that drives us. But mm -hmm. I feel like when we traveled, I was like, even when we fly Southwest, I'm like, babe, like just put your record low, locate or whatever your number in so we yeah. can get the points and then we can upgrade. Like, I feel like I've introduced you to this world of like travel points and, yeah, oh, we just true. joined, um, what's AMX. AMX. So what do we, we get the lounges? The lounges. Yeah. We never had lounge access ever. And now we are, we can go into like, we, just joined probably like six months ago. Yeah. And now when we travel, we can go inside the lounge. I'm like, you guys have been hanging out in here the whole time. <laughs> like this has been going I'm on. I'm sitting in terminal A at A15 <laughs> with a subway outside. No, when I met Jordan, oh my gosh, the way that this kid traveled, like he would go to the cheapest of the cheapest of cheapest spirit airline flight, $99 round trip. I've never flown spirit. How dare you? Yes, you have. I've never flown You told spirit. me that they charged you for water. That was not me. Oh, okay. I thought that I've was I've never flown Spirit. But he would pick like these flights. It would be like an eight hour travel day to go to Austin. When I'm like, babe, just spend the extra $50 and fly direct. Okay. Let me tell this backstory. This is why my dad has worked for Southwest Airlines for like 30 years. Okay. He works on the ramp, blue collar guy. I love him. Yeah. So when you guys crap on all the people because your luggage is showing up later they're working their that's butts my off. father yeah they're working their butts off okay and you have to like understand how much luggage they're dealing with like it's yeah. it's just like give them a break okay it's my father um but so we a perk of his job is that we get to fly for free but we um we have to fly standby and so when you're flying standby for southwest my whole childhood was basically okay we're going to take a trip to chicago and then my dad would look at the flights and be like, I think we're going to get on this. I think we're going to get on this flight. And we would make it to like Little Rock, Arkansas, and then be in the airport for eight hours until another flight opened up. And so my entire travel experience was like a jigsaw puzzle with like we, my brother and I knew all the airports would be like, oh gosh, I hate, I hate getting stuck in Tulsa. There's nothing fun to do. No and so we would, I mean, getting places would take truly sometimes two days. Uh, it was free and I was always the last one on the plane. And so that's just how I was conditioned. So then no, okay, princess all, Danny over here no, is like, Hey, all, we should do a list. And I'm like, you are such a no, silver spoon. First of all, that's also how I grew up. Cause if you know tornado, she don't spend a dime on that's true. nothing. That's true. Okay. So here's the difference between y'all are more hacky. You We're guys, more hacky, but yeah. here's the difference with us. We drove everywhere. We did not fly. Really? We drove Colorado. We go to Colorado every summer. We would spend 25 hours in the car. Oh my gosh. Like, no. So See, we weren't that family. So no, like b both of us never had the luxury travel yeah. experiences. I think my parents took me to like, Cabo no they took me to Cancun like one time and yeah. so this was just all this has all been very new but I'm also like let's not be stupid about it like let's get our points right. and let's upgrade you know so anyway I don't I don't really want to feel like I have to defend myself here but I do <laughs> just want to say one thing <laughs> 
I just want to say one thing that sometimes I think that there's a presumption in people's minds that successful people are all about the luxuries. Okay. And they're all just about like, Oh, I want the nicer. Are you thing. saying you're successful? No, I'm not saying that I'm, I'm, oh, okay. I'm, not, I'm saying I'm, I'm successful. I'm just saying okay. that like sometimes <laughs> like some of the decisions that we make are less about wanting the luxury and more that it's about like optimizing time, which we, I feel like we have very little of. No, I get that. You know? And so it's like, I think that a lot of people, I'm not saying all no, people, the but like financial talks about this all the time. Like she's like, it looks really bougie, but I will hire someone to come to my hair, my nails, my spray tan and my or whatever all in one hour while I'm working on a podcast and editing this yeah. vlog because in that hour she's like ha habit not habit stacking habit stacking is yeah that, no or, it or, is habit or task stacking I don't no, know no. habit yeah. stacking yeah. and she's like I can accomplish eight things in one hour if I do it that way yeah instead of taking eight hours yeah to do one to do you know so it it's efficient yeah I'm just I'm just saying look at it from both lenses um you okay. and I have always been very good at like kind of like looking at each hour as like okay that's like a like an hourly wage almost like that's how much that hour is worth right so is it worth it to hire someone to do that for us or to hire three people to come help us with that one thing instead yep. of us doing it that's one thing that i just cannot get my mom to wrap her head around no she i'm like she mom i'm like you could be like you have this instagram now you could be doing this this and this and this and instead babe you, she she offered to leaf blow our yard once a week for 20 bucks like anna yeah anna, like your your hour <laughs> is worth more about? than 20 bucks like yeah. and she just cannot fathom and yeah. that's just like the hustler mentality in here in her but like yeah but i would say secret to success for any small business owners is delegating and hiring out and know your worth too like yeah. know how much that you were worth in that hour anyway so what childhood dream have you accomplished <laughs> um Definitely Ulta. Getting an Ulta? I yeah, never, you know, when you, I was always talk about how like when you're a little girl and you walk through a mall, you walk through a store and you're like, man, that would be so crazy if like I had my own product here one day. Yeah, It's wild. still surreal. It's still pretty cool. Okay. Should we both ask a couple more? Round it out? Cause I mean, I, I have like a really, really juicy one. I'm not really in a rush, but I do have to pee. So <laughs> yeah, let's, let's Have you this. ever broken someone's heart? Truly, no. <laughs> I, I. You're just a lost puppy. You're just like, please. I was just such a golden retriever growing up. I don't think I've ever broken anyone's heart. I feel like I got my heart broken. Wait, that's so not true. You broke up with Brooke. Yeah, but okay. So I did that and then I like regretted it and then I like tried to get her back and then she broke my heart. It was just like, it's. Wait, you didn't tell me that. Yeah, it was like, it was like we broke up. Man, we, I worked at Scott, I worked at a summer camp. I know, yeah. And then I thought I liked this other girl. Uh oh. Who was that? Um, her name was Anna. Yeah. And I thought I liked this other girl, and I, you know, she like kind of liked me back. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then we broke up, or, you know, it broke up with Brooke, not for her. I think that like, like there were other issues in the relationship, as you would say. Wait, so you were dating Brooke, but then you started to like another girl. So you broke up with Brooke to be with Anna. Wait, this is horrible. I know, but it ended Just up. Just so you know, I never did something like that. 
It ended up poorly for me, so it's cool. Like, so then, <laughs> it ended up so then, so then Anna broke up with you too. No, no, Anna didn't have a boyfriend. It was like, but she broke up with you. Have you ever worked at a Christian summer camp? Let me tell you, <laughs> yeah. it is a mind f. Okay, like, it's like every. I'm like, wait, what is Jesus telling me to do? Like, what? Like, like, am I supposed to marry this person? It, it, like, nothing. Oh it's God. you are not in reality. I don't know what to That's say here. So true. Like I. My you mind just, like, was just effed. Every time you enter like the cafeteria, you're, you're like, is my husband here? Dude, my husband's you, in here. You, oh my gosh. And I'm like, oh, and we were in, we were working in different like, skies at the time. Just, like, like so boy crazy or girl crazy. But then like, it makes no sense to be dating. So it's like, you're, if like bro, you're interested, it's for marriage, but you're also like 15. You're <laughs> serving the Lord. You feel great about that. You're connected to Jesus and everything. You're, you're still young you're in college and you're like, you're thinking about marriage. And I'm so it just like, give me a break, dude. Okay, it so, was so confusing. Okay. So then Anna, cause now we're all just like so bought in. Like we need to all know right. what happened. So then, so it was with Brooke and we worked in different skies, meaning she was like in a different age group, but Anna was in my sky. Um, really where it went down was true camp. So, so anyway, trauma bonding, Okay. Anna and I, Oh, it, it was just like idea. you're in you're in this like you're in this really hard season. You're in this hard time. Okay, So then what happened though? Like then what happened? Then you broke up with Brooke and you were like, so, I'm going to be with Anna. Well, Brooke and I had conflict during counseling because she we just grew distant and she. Yeah, I mean, I just I, I think we were both kind of like, hey, like, is okay, this so going to continue? Up with her. So we break up and I'm like, so then I go down to college station and went to A&M. Okay. And you're just not at summer camp anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like the vibes were just totally different. I hate that. And it, and so, and so then I, it's like clear to both of us, like this isn't going to work out. Yeah. And then, um, you know, so then I like do that thing where I'm like, bro, I'm so sorry. Like, I want you back. <laughs> I made a mistake. But at that point, like what happened was supposed to happen. But then I was like really insecure about life and, and like yeah. I shouldn't have chased after her again. Totally. And so then. But at uh, least you so had like a camp love. I never had that. Nobody ever thought I was cute at camp, you know? Me neither. When <laughs> I went to camp, because we both went to Sky Ranch, right? <laughs> yeah. There were always the popular kids. Always. Like I, I was I, every never. summer I would go and I'd be like, this is my year. There's like, always I'm like gonna those like. I'm going to be that yeah. guy, the Hawaiian shirt guy <laughs> that like everyone loves and everyone thinks is funny. Like I was like, this is my year. I'm going to be that. Yeah. And then there would always be some kid with Heelys that everyone was like, dude, he's got Heelys. <laughs> like. <laughs> So true. Or some girl that like all the guys look yeah. and they would stand up on their chairs and do like chants yeah. and like and chant about the girl. And I'm always like, yeah, no. Yeah. But then, so then like truly my, I was a counselor and that was just my era. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, cause I was the you only, were like the cool guy. I, I was the only one from UT. So I was like mysterious and interesting. Like the rest were from A&M. Yeah. UT is, I was like, UT is like a cool school. I was like more confident in my skin. I was like, what do I have to lose here? Like I grew up going to this camp. <laughs> like I'm going to own this place. Ew. And I just went in with this energy of like, I was funny during that season. Mm, we love a funny guy. Yeah. And I was just like, I was just on fire. And then you had that whole Jesus just yeah. like raining down <laughs> all of his joy onto the campgrounds and everyone's just living in this like ethereal. Yep. Man, you missed out. I will say. Utopia. But I never had the high school experience you had. Or the college experience. Or I the had. college experience. So like, I just, just give me, I, I was there for six weeks. Give me those six weeks to mm. just be, yeah, just be that guy. Yeah. You were that guy. 
I'm glad you got a taste of that. But let me tell you something, just in case you're worried about it. I've never looked back on our marriage. Mm. I tell you this all the time. I would, I would never. Oh my mm. gosh! I think about all these girls, Hannah, Brooke, and I'm like, dude, it was, it was always Danny, always Danny. That's sweet. You're my dude. girl. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, what's something you actively avoid in life? Conflict. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. Conflict. Um, yeah, conflict. Conflict. That's good. That's good. That's good stuff. What's the angriest you've ever felt towards me? When you slept with your shoes on in the hospital after I had Stella. Yeah. Well, I mean. It's so, and it still annoys me to this day. Well, they didn't give me a bed. Yeah, but like, take your shoes off. We're going to be here for a while. To me, it it was more about, you know, it wasn't just about the shoes. It was deeper. It was the fact that. This is good. I had just given birth. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is my moment. I'm torn up mentally, emotionally, and physically. True. I, you know, am needing support. But listen, I held off that episiotomy. That was my job. <laughs> they said, no, they said, listen, the doula, who we didn't end up hiring, she goes, she goes, listen, Jordan. You're um, Joy, Joy Cuddy, Dr. Joy Cuddy, she likes episiotomies. She likes to get these things done. And I said, so my job is to not let an episiotomy happen. She said, yes. And so, I, so, so we're laboring and I go, hey, Joy Cutty, <laughs> no episiotomy. No, no episiotomy. She reaches for the knife, Joy goes, nope. So Slaps listen, you can talk no about you can talk about being torn up all you want. I just want you to know that I protected you during that labor. Really? There Is that no, what you think? There's no episiotomy. So I didn't tear at all. No, I mean I knew you tore, but it was not voluntary. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that it didn't happen. Well, I know, I'm just saying. I just want you, you don't to know, know what episiotomy is. Google it. I just want you anyway, to know that I did everything. So could, we're yeah. in the hospital. I am not doing well. Okay. Like I can't even walk y'all. Stella was eight pounds, but her head was like so big y'all. <laughs> so I am in pain. Okay. I can't even get out of bed by myself. I'm needing so much help. Breastfeeding is horrible. I'm just like exhausted. Jordan's like, can we go home? I'm like, no, we can't go home. I can't even walk. I can't even get out of bed. Like I'm still dripping blood literally as I walk, you know? And so I'm like, and he, he, he's convinced that like the next hour we'll be able to go home. You know, you spend the night, like two or three nights in the hospital. So this kid will not take his shoes off. Okay. So I don't even like taking our shoes off, my shoes off in our home. Yeah. But to me, it's just like grounds or it was a symbol of like you trying to get out of there. So then he starts complaining. He's like, I want to get home. Like the food isn't good here. I have no bed. No, no, no. Uh, You were hungry. You were hungry. And you guys don't understand how much I tried to prep for this moment. So like, you know, packing all the hospital bags. I'm like, Jordan, did you pack a pillow? Did you pack a blanket? The bed's going to be really hard. You should bring multiple pillows. Make sure you bring snacks. So we get there and the, the, the two days that I had Stella were all about Jordan and how uncomfortable he was <laughs> in the hospital room whenever I'm like, hello. And it was like, I had told you to prepare. So anyway, I kept telling him like, babe, take your shoes off and take a nap. Cause he's also so tired. Cause he refuses to sleep because he he's convinced we're going home in the next hour. He's thinking this for three days straight. So he falls asleep without a pillow, without a blanket, with his shoes on, on the bed. And he wakes up and he's all tired. And I was like, I do not feel bad for you at all. Okay. Can I share my story? And I was story? so angry. So angry. And I was like, take your effing shoes off. Let's talk, let's talk about tile floors, floors for a second. Tile floors just in general. Yeah, but then bring homes, your slippers. In hospitals, in Walmart, they're just gross. Like, I don't 
want to be having my shoes off on tile floors. I wear shoes in our bathroom for the same reason. Tile floors are just gross. We don't have, we have wood floors. Do we? Yeah. That's right. That's why, that's why I'm okay with it. (laughs) That's right. You're right. We have wood floors everywhere. Tile is just gross to me. So it's not, it's not personal. It's just like, I'm, I'm really not a fan of the, the sensation of a tile floor on a foot or a sock. Cause then I know that things are clinging to the sock. Second thing is second thing I would say is this. Don't talk to me about being tired because I didn't get a bed. Wait, are you really like coming at me right now? (laughs) No, I'm, I'm being dead. I'm being dead. I'm being dead ass. I'm being dead ass. Are you really like telling me not to come at you because you didn't have a, a bed? And listen, do you know that I bought that cover from Amazon for the bed and bought those specific Amazon pillows and told you and packed a blanket for you. All I'm saying. And you didn't, you left them in the car for three days. Listen, I'm not here to rain. So don't come at me. Baylor, Baylor Medical Center. They do good job. I don't think you should not deliver there, but I heard that Medical City Dallas <laughs> gives their husbands a bed <laughs> with a recliner. And I'm just saying, I feel like I was shafted on this one. I hear it. I, rumor has it they serve lobster tail. I'm not even, I'm not kidding. Yeah, that's weird. I wouldn't eat being lobster from a hospital. No, like weird. apparently he's like a nice like experience. Is that a leaf blower? Is yeah. that is tornado in the backyard? <laughs> um, so third thing I would say is this. This is so funny that this it's is not, happening. It's not that I was hungry. Mm-hmm. I was very well fed. They had a Chick-fil-A downstairs. No, it, you, you were hungry because it was closed. That's right. It was Sunday. <laughs> I was hungry. <laughs> Trust me. And I, I was so sick of Witch Witch. Oh my gosh. No. Yeah. And I told, and you were hungry for snacks when everything was closed. Yeah. Because we had like delivered them in the middle yeah. of the night, whatever. And I was like, I told you to bring snacks. Yeah. Anyway, I, I think I this under- is our sign to wrap up. Because no, the, no, no. No, because babe. the um, leaf blowers go, babe, we've been filming for a hundred minutes. Babe, I'm having so much fun. We've been filming for an hour and 40 minutes. Okay, let's do a couple more. No, the leaf blower is going. Babe, it's relatable. Tornadoes in the backyard blow leaves. Oh my gosh. What's something you tried to uh, actually... Okay, you asked me a question. (laughs) Are you serious right now? Well, yeah. Oh, here's my cards. Okay, I missed... Okay. I think I've gone through all mine. So what's the angriest you've ever made me? Um, Oh, have you ever cried tears of joy? With my kids. You have? Yes. That's right. That's right. That's right. I don't know why I reacted like that. I think the leaf blower turned off and it like gave me a brain fart. What? I know that you've cried tears of joy. What what else have I? Um You cr- oh, the whale. The whale? The whale. Oh yeah, but that wasn't tears of joy. That was like sadness. Uh, it was so sad. No, it was like joy cuz he like got up and he took that step. Oh yeah. <laughs> he just lost it. It's so funny because like Danny's like really big. I think because she was in track and she went through like I, I like, played every sport. You played every sport. Very, She's very um she gets very emotional when like like someone is up against a a, a physical feat and they like accomplish it. Yeah, like working like people working out or lifting weights or yeah. athletes accomplishing their goal. Like what's that show? The Biggest Loser. Yeah, I can't even watch it. it makes me cry. She will just 
ball like I'm just a like, baby they the so entire hard. time. Or I, I remember there was like this one video I watched of a dad that um, I, I can't remember exactly the situation. It was years ago, but that his son always wanted to run a marathon and then his son like lost his legs or something like that. And then the dad pushed him in a wheelchair and yeah, ran the marathon. And I'm just like, that type of story, I mean, I just, I can't handle it. I know. It's I know. it's too much for me. Um, yeah, but besides that, I don't I don't really cry a lot. Sometimes when I meet people, and they're really nice to me. <laughs> Last question. What is one thing you hope to accomplish in the next five years? I really want a lake house. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. A ranch. Why? We've talked about this. You would rather have a ranch house than a lake house? Yeah. I just, I kind of want to go into that era. Why? You can't do anything on a ranch house. A no. lake house, you can go on the water, you can go boating, go jet skiing. Stop it. I can tend to the land. Okay. I can tend to the land. I can take care of the animals. Okay. Well, you guys, thanks for watching or listening to this episode. So. Wait, I just want everyone to know that it's, we have been recording for an hour and 44 minutes. If it is a second less than that, then that means that we have been censored on this podcast. <laughs> It is not that we've been censored. It's probably that we cut out the boring parts. There was not a single moment that this is boring. <laughs> I've had the time of my life, time of my mother effing life on this podcast. <laughs> I can't with you. Um, no, but the, if you guys did make it through the whole episode, thank you. This is our last episode. Uh, truly, I'm not just saying this just to be saying this. I We really need your feedback. We're going to leave like a question box on Spotify and where you guys can kind of give us feedback, review the podcast, let us know what you like, what you want to see more of in the future. This is our last episode of this season. So we... Encore. Encore. So we, oh. if y'all want it, we'll, we'll relaunch and have like another episode. I mean, another yeah. season. Um, I would but, say we need just like 10, 10 DMs and we'll come back. <laughs> no? It's no, it's a Spotify review. Oh. It's on Spotify where oh. you can review us. But no, feel free to leave us a review on Apple as well. That would be awesome. Yeah, we're really lacking affirmation lately because they took the mm -hmm. ability for you to react with clappies away from Instagram stories. It we is. haven't talked about this, but it's been really hard on me. It's been really hard on Jordan. He's like, well, like, what's the point? What's the point? I mean, I don't know how many clappies I'm getting on this joke. So like, what's the point? <laughs> so I'll, I'll switch to Spotify reviews, I guess. So let's check out the Spotify reviews. Thanks for supporting our podcast we've had a lot of fun with it actually and we have some pretty fun ideas for the future but we love you guys we'll talk to you later peace out <laughs> not a second less